Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. On to food now, and I'm in studio with Natalie Wadsworth, who's a founder of Gingerbread Lady Bakery. She's in studio with all sorts of delicious mouth-watering stuff. Thank you so much for coming in, Natalie, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. What a beautiful story you have to tell of, of just your love of baking, and it's coming from your grandmother. Tell me about that introduction. So, um, like I said, I was always my grandmother's sidekick in the kitchen. Be it, <laughs> sidekick. I yeah, like be that. it making peppermint crisp tarts or pork chops, no matter what it was, I was there in the kitchen with her. I've always been a big foodie, and she was the one who sort of got me to delve into food a little bit into further. Food. And you kind of went into it, were you, were you hesitant? Because you started off a little bit as just somebody who was baking for a small number of people at a markets every now and then, and then it kind of went, was it the plan to open a shop? So I think in the end that my heart always wanted to be there, but it is a scary thing because you're baking for family and friends and a few small clients. So you don't know if everyone's just being nice or if your stuff's really that level where you can actually start a business and start selling online and having a store and that kind of thing. But I must say, I'm really happy with how it's gone. And, and what's the secret to opening up something that people can walk into, I suppose, any patisserie and, and, and find something? Why do you think they keep coming back to your store? Um, I think it's because there's that actual loving touch. It's not something that you can just grab anywhere where it's made in bulk. Everything has got my hands touch in it. It's got that extra bit of love. It's something that I've tasted. No, it needs a bit more of this or that. So it's got that personal effect to it. And I think that's what makes it stand out. And and I was going to say that because I wonder what that means for the business. So when you do get to a point where you need to expand and your hands cannot be everywhere, you're not going to be there 24-7 and so on. The staff that you bring on board what do you take them through your own personal training because maybe some of them are bakers but you want a specific kind of touch don't you yes that makes sense i mean i'm not professionally trained in any way everything's just come from my own yes, experiments and, yes yeah. yes so um if somebody well i'm the type of person again who wants to work myself to death i'm so scared of bringing someone new in because i don't want to lose that personal touch so who well i've actually got my mom at the moment working with me um in the beginning i was very hesitant and nervous because it's somebody <laughs> For your mother. Even for my oh. mom, because this is like my baby. So I wanted to make sure that everything's 100%. And I was so nervous to let her do anything. But you know what? She's actually learned so well. She's surpassed me in some things. People come back for her cookies even. I, I mean, I see you've incorporated. Chocolate is also part of what you do. Chocolate's the main Cho- thing of what geez. we do. Everything and, is chocolate. <laughs> and chocolate is a science, eh? I mean, chocolate is a science. Yeah, definitely, for sure. There's different types of chocolate. You need to work with different temperatures, different yes. methods to how to melt it. So it is definitely an art. I wouldn't say I'm fully in the yes. chocolatiering side of things, but you do need to have some knowledge. You, you've since moved, as you said, you know, from just taking orders from social media to the store. How has that transition been for you? Um, it was quite touch and go in the beginning. Um, we've only been open since April last year. So it was a bit of a learning curve as to how much stock should we make? Are people going to come in and buy um, what to keep on the shelves and keep it exciting and different for everybody? But I must say, the, the steps that we've taken, everything has gone quite smoothly. There hasn't been any hiccups. I'm happy with how the progress has gone. What, what are your plans going forward? Um, well, actually, the, the biggest plan and how everything actually got started was I went to Cape Town and I love the vibe. I love the cafes right the food, on the street, yeah. the food, the yeah. everybody. So um, the actual end plan is to open up a bakery in Cape Town. Okay. Same kind of style of what we've got. We've got a very European, Parisian kind of vibe going for us. Yes. So if we could open up something like that right on the street in the center of Cape Town, that's the that's the end goal. Okay. And you, you will split yourself right in the middle. 
to be here and there. Well, I'm going to have to find somebody very trustworthy to leave this baby with. But yeah, that's the end goal. I mean, I've looked at some of the, this, the offerings and I was just chatting to you off, off air about macaroons and the colors. Yes. I just think, I mean, one of the most exciting things for me, for them, is, is the color. What color you get at yes. the end. <laughs> and you never quite know what color you're going to come out with when yes. you bake it. You kind of think you have an idea, but as exactly. soon as it, it, it hits the heat... And then all sorts of things happen. So yep. your oranges are really orange, which I love. Yes, thank and, you. <laughs> and your pinks are really pink. Your peaches are really peach. So it's beautiful. It's definitely been a, a learning curve again with getting those right. Even now, someone will say, can I please get this color of teal? Yes, purple. And I never, ever promise exactly yes. that color because you don't know what's going to happen. It might come out green in the end. It might have brown edges. So you've got to really play around. But we've gotten there with getting our colors. I mean, that's the whole thing of a macaroon. It's a beautiful yes. piece of art. It needs to look like that. When I leave your store and when I have tasted something that you've baked, what is it that you, you hope that I, I, I walk away saying? Uh, I want you to enjoy what you've what you've eaten, but I want you to feel like you've had an experience with the bakery. Not that you've mm. just eaten something, but something that's sort of it's further than that. You know what I mean? It's taken a, a, a part of you, kind of thing. I mean, I'm a big foodie, so for me, when I eat food, it's like it goes into your soul. It makes you feel something. That's what I want people to feel when they have our our treats. It's so beautiful. I mean, your work is really speaks for itself. So we we don't have to worry about that. Tell me <laughs> your social media platform so that people can can at least order if they want to order on social media or at least come to your store. Um, so we are on Instagram and Facebook. We've started with Twitter, but it's still a little bit of a yes. stepping stone over there. But we are on Facebook and Instagram. And wh how, what are you called on Instagram? So we are at the GB Lady Bakery. Yes, because I, I just wanted to make sure it's not the Gingerbread Lady, guys, because I did check it's not there. So it's GB Lady. Huh? Yes. GB Lady Bakery. That is right. Natalie, thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. It is delicious. Thank you for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks for having Natalie me. Natalie Wadsworth, who is the founder of the Gingerbread Lady Bakery. They are in Joburg, but you can also make some orders. And they're also hoping to go to Cape Town 14 minutes after 2.